13 minutes perfect welcome to another episode uh, we are once again recording uh, at studio 212 south lake in seattle washington it is thursday yes that's thursday yes. this will be released on tuesday mm-hmm. so you'll be hearing it live on tuesday will it be live He'll be live. Uh, I yeah. I am uh, Robert Stills. To my left, as always, beautiful Miss Hello Echo Hawk. Oh, thanks. Uh, hopefully, this show is not as rough as last week. <laughs> yeah. I got a I got a lot of good feedback on the last show, even though so I did. So did I. I thought it was terrible. I was uh, yeah. I was a little little worried about it myself. I couldn't um, I couldn't talk straight. I was a little nervous. Yeah. I wasn't nervous. I knew I, I knew I sounded good. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that I sound terrible. Um, yeah, on the uh, coming through the speakers of a computer. I hate the way I sound. But uh, apparently, I sound good. Apparently, I do as well. I've got one offer today to do uh, live commercial reads. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> through through a third party. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he also tried to come out. He was hitting on you today. Oh, hard. Yardcore. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how yeah how has been the how's the feedback been for you? Positive, um, negative? Very positive. Um, there's been a lot of people who have heard me talk about this, and they've always been like, "When is it out? Like, can I listen to it?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, not quite yet." And now they've heard it, and they're like, "Oh, it's really good." You know, like it's I'm been... like that, that shit was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's been really nice to to hear the the good feedback. It's yeah, it's been good too, and I'm like, you know, I'm, you guys are my friends, right? So I respect your opinion. Yeah. And uh, there's been a couple people in the industry that, I, well, on Facebook that I've spoke to that are like, yeah, man, that's cool. I understand what you're trying to do. That's my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so let's get into it. Uh, <laughs> Altura. Well, usually we do an update with work. And uh, hello, what's uh, how's Altura going? Alter, it's the same as last. You're about to be fired, I'm huh? I'm about to be fired. I'm going to give it... So, when I started working mornings, the deal with Chef, uh, Chef Nathan Lockwood was that at the end of the year, I would have like a review, because yeah. it, it would be like three months. And he would, you know, it would be like... Will I stay or will I go? Should I stay or should I go now? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And go I, I don't know if I'm going to make it to that. <laughs> and you don't think if you're going to make it to the review? I don't think so. And if I do make it to the review, like I don't think that I'm going to be staying. So you're, so you're walking in. You feel like you're going to walk in tomorrow, and they're like, "Grab your knife bag, get your get your uh, crocodiles, uh, uh, get the fuck out." <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's tomorrow because they are letting me go on the uh, staff trip. But excuse me, you get a staff trip at Altera? Yeah. Where are you going? To the Willows. I don't know what the hell that is. It's like it's on Lummy Island, and it's like real nice. I'm sorry, at uh, <laughs> I don't know what the Willows are. The Willows is a. It's a like a bed and breakfast, uh, well, like an inn basically, and we're gonna have a I can't remember if it's a seven or eight course dinner uh, with wine pairing. Do you get a date for this? Can I go with you? Um, oh, it's, t- it's too late. 
You're taking somebody already. No. But it's too late to have somebody come. Like, it's never too late to have somebody come. <laughs> okay. So basically you still think you're getting fired. Uh, I'm going to hope that I think that you're overreacting and I think that you know they hired you knowing what your resume looked like. The chef there is not stupid. He interviewed you, right? Yeah. He knew what your skill set was. He knows where you're at in your culinary life. Yeah. So he knows what's up. Uh, I, so. I believe in you, hello. Let's hope so. Although I've never worked with you. Yeah, it's true. I've heard. I've heard. <laughs> All right. So, honey hole. I mean, it's honey hole, man. It's slow. It's it's some we kick off. Uh learning learning more stuff. Learning I'm wanting to, you know. I don't want to move up the ladder. That's the problem. I'm, uh-huh. I'm I'm very happy where I'm at right now. We spoke with one of our chef friends today, and yeah. they asked me how I liked it there, and they're on that same boat. They have a restaurant opening in March in Ballard. I'll speak about that uh-huh. in future podcasts about that, and we'll have her we'll have, studio. Yeah. Actually, I have her scheduled, I think, hopefully for three weeks out. She said today she would come in here, and we'll have her speak more about that. But... Uh, I told her exactly what it is, man. I go in there, I do my job, I get my paper, I keep my head down. I don't want to, you know, I just want to do my job correctly, and that's all I'm looking for. And the food industry right now is to yeah. do my work and do it well. Yeah. Um, do we need to recap last week? Not really. Yeah. Not really. Anthony Bourdain and Guy Fieri still hate each other. Still, man. Um, e. coli. Still a problem. Starbucks, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's great that I don't ever go to Starbucks. I'm sure we'll rant on coffee here in one of these episodes. Yeah. I'm very fortunate to have a lady friend that makes espressos for me in the morning. I I get up so early that I am not willing to do <laughs> my own coffee. <laughs> Viva- I go to Vivace on the Hill. That's my jam. Uh-huh. I so. go to uh, Roy Street. Roy Street Coffee. Roy, Roy G. Biff. Roy, uh, which is inspired by Starbucks, actually. Is it? But is it part of the company? I, yeah, yeah, I think is. so. I think so. The tricky bastards. They are. They are. I mean, well, at least they kind of hint towards it. <laughs> okay. All right, so yeah, fourteen fast uh, foods, fast food workers never eat. Uh-huh. I, yeah, man, I I don't even agree with that whole segment because I don't fuck with the fast food except for the chicken McNuggets. <laughs> that everybody that I've talked to about that segment is like something is wrong with you. <laughs> I mean, I have slight OCD, mostly with germs. Okay, <laughs> yeah, so, so on to today's. Um, I mean, a quick tidbit. Um, I just want to touch on real quick. I posted it on on our. Um, Facebook page and that is about 11 Madison um, in New York they've got rid of tipping yeah which they've been talking about that for a very long time um, for at least a year and they next year they're going to be no longer no longer tipping how do you feel about that are you, are you on board with it um I am. I am on board with it. Um, yeah, it's probably going to piss a lot of our p- friends in the front of the house off, but um, people in the back of the house are going to get paid more. Yeah. It gives them more of, of a budget for back of the house and uh, hours. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, I think the servers will be making more money base base salary. Oh, 100%. We'll do. It's I mean, even in their in their uh, budget that they've all lined out in this article, um, which is really well well written. Um, 
it it gives the the money very plainly written. I mean, I just think this sets the precedent for a lot of other restaurants, not only in New York but in the nation. Uh, a lot of of restaurant restaurant tours have chose to go this route. And I think this is just these guys are kind of leading the way with some of the fancier restaurants, some of the nicer uh, restaurants that are Michelin rated to go this route. And I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a good thing. At least it's open. You know, it opens up dialogue about this. And, uh, you know, I think it's all going to be like this in the future anyway. European style is the way to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Getting some thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I came across an article about a chef in, where's this at? Ontario. Ontario, Canada. His name is Jonathan Goucher. And he was the head chef of, what's the name of this restaurant? I don't know. Langdon Hall? I believe, yes. And he apparently went missing for about 13 days after he left uh, dinner service one night. Three years. No, no, no. He. Oh, sorry. Three years after. Yeah. Yeah. So he just, but he just reappeared on the culinary scene in Ontario, Canada. Yes. But nobody seemed to have known what happened to him. The whole story about why he left this restaurant, this restaurant that was awarded all these awards and stuff. And he's just now speaking about what actually happened the night that he disappeared. Now, the night he disappeared was December 28th of 2012. Um, He was a decorated chef. He, uh, I don't know, they've won all sorts of awards. Yeah, San Pellegrino's World Best Restaurant List. Um, and he's... Yeah, he was on the World's Best Restaurant Lists. I mean, that's pretty illustrious. That's, yeah, that's incredible. I mean, good for him. And he's... But the pressure got to him. The, oh, the pressure for sure got to him. Which he, which he doesn't, but that's the thing about it, is, is of course he says it wasn't the pressure. He said no. it was so. Basically, what happened is, is he left his restaurant that night. He went to meet a friend. He had a couple glasses of wine, which we four. all four. Four. I drank four glasses of wine, and he uh, got popped with the DUI. Yep, blew a point zero eight one, which yeah. is what two points point point zero two points over the legal limit. Something like that. I don't. I don't know what Canada Canada terms are. I would think that you'd be able to drink more up there. Um, yeah, but he got pulled over and he got a DUI no and went to jail and they impounded his car uh-huh. and he decided to go on a drinking binge for 13 days. Yes. Got blitzed and apparently, yeah, he had a family, had children, Two kids, and he woke up and all he would do was wait for the bars to open up. He'd clear out the mini bar, they'd come and fill it up the next day. Yep, he'd go out drink all day, and he got blitzed. And finally, he spoke about it. And uh, you know, they asked him. He told him about the DUI, and he they asked him if he was an alcoholic, and he said, "Yeah, he's done a stint yeah. rehab before," and. Uh, he uh, got out of rehab and then only started drinking on business trips with the restaurant uh-huh. for research. Yes. And uh, and, and then it, uh, he just got to a point where he couldn't stop drinking. Yeah. Which is familiar in the restaurant industry. Very much so. Now, he had a really good quote 
I can't. F- I don't know what's what where it's at. I can't. I should have wrote it down. Okay. Um, he said, "Do you think?" Um, they asked him, "Do you think drinks satisfy?" Oh, I don't know. He thought that you know he used to think he could just have one drink, um, which everybody always thinks when you're an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. But but he um, he said that. Um, can't find it. He basically is saying that pe- people that are alcoholics tend to go towards jobs that... Oh, I, I found it. He says, uh, the 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 interviewer asked, why is there so much substance abuse in the restaurant industry? Yeah, that's what it was. And he says, addicts quite often don't realize it, but they tailor their lives to suit their addiction. It's the lifestyle. Working nights, cash tips. It's easy to sneak alcohol. True words have never been spoken. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a discussion today with yes. a friend of a friend of mine about mm. one of our friends that is a sous chef, and they're a fucking mess, a complete mess, and it is hindering their ability to become better in the industry. Um, yeah, I mean, He's... you can be stagnant in a in the industry for so many years. Um, because they allow because, it. Yeah, because you can only go so far because of your addiction. Yeah, but they allow it in the in the kitchen industry. They allow you to c- show up shit housed, oh. smelling like booze, just reeking, just. And you know what they do? You know what they do? Which is terrible. They they bring you more drinks so you can get so you feel so you better. Can, yeah, so you can so you can work through the day. So they you have can nobody get through it. They have nobody to replace you on that line. Not one person. They can't call anybody else in and say, "Look, so and so is shit housed, hung over. We need you to cover for him." That's just yeah. not hor- how it's, it works, no. and it's, it's accepted. Yeah, and nobody is going to come in if they have that person to cover. <laughs> They're going to be like, no. That person fucked up. Yeah, you went out last you night. You went out last night. I was out with you. you. Exactly. We were drinking together. <laughs> I Sorry, I knew I had the day off. You knew you had to work. Suck it up. <laughs> so that's your problem. So you just, you just have to deal with it. <laughs> I have been in many a kitchen where that has happened. <laughs> yeah. Um... And I understand how it is. I, I've worked in uh, kitchens where the chefs are drunk all the time. Mm-hmm. Drink wine. But, um, you know, the sh- he's sober now. It's been three years. He has been out of the industry, and he's back, and he is trying to um, – he's working back in a kitchen. He's opening up a new restaurant, and he says it's tough. Yeah. It's very tough. He says that, you know, he has to make sure that he's been cooking a lot with beer and ciders. Yeah. He has to absolutely make sure all the alcohol is cooked off. 100%. Which is a terrible thing because I thought the rule of thumb in a kitchen was one for the dish, two for the chef. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've always <laughs> I've always loved that that saying, you know, you pour some in your, you know, your sauce, sauce or soup or, or your soup or your braise. Yep. And then you pour yourself a nice hefty quart container. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We we measure our drinks in quart containers Quartz, yes. on the line. So, yeah, I mean, you never had that problem. You don't really drink too no, much. No, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the shift, um, halfway through service, when the rush is through, man, it feels really nice to get a shot in a beer. So I feel really feel bad for this 
this guy. Yeah. I mean, he says he now he just has his sommelier do all of his wine pairings and stuff, which, you know, which that's would one be of the, hard. That's one of the best parts about cooking is doing pairings. Yeah. I mean, I'm like just now in the past year have just started to kind of remotely enjoy wine so I can understand where he's coming from in that area. Like it, it, it is difficult to, to pair things with wine when you don't know how it's going to be. <laughs> well, he's on the comeback. Come up. Come back? Yeah, come back. Come back. Come back. He's coming come up back. on the comeback. Yeah. So he's coming up and uh, I mean, I'll try to keep my eye on him. I, I've never heard of him before. I just thought this story was really interesting. I thought we would share with you guys kind of what that's like. I mean, it sucks being a recovering alcoholic and working in a kitchen. People it's feed hard. you drinks. Yeah. The people in the, who have eaten there that night will buy the kitchen around. That's right. Buy them around. Buy them a 12-pack. Yeah. I support it. Do, do that. Those I mean, guys work it's, hard. Or something. Give, them a, give the kitchen a tip. All right. Speaking of you know, chefs on the come up, uh, come back, yeah. all that good stuff. Uh, Noma. Oh, Noma. Is, I mean, just the name. <laughs> <laughs> they are uh, coming out with a documentary, mm-hmm. which I'm excited about. So excited. And I, you know, I, I went on a rant before we were live. I, you know, we were, I wouldn't say practicing. What would you call it? Preparing. Preparing. Uh, pre-production. I went on a long tyrant uh, rant about the movie. Uh, Burnt. Yeah. Starring oh, Bra- Bradley you Cooper. You sure did. And we should, we should play that because <laughs> that was awesome. If, I, if we could it edit that so in here, good. Oh my God, that was so good. I, wa- I just sat back and yeah, listened. I it watched was amazing. it. I watched it and I was never going to speak about it. I was just like, this is f- bullshit. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, God, it was so good. But then <laughs> our good friend Keith in here in studio decided he'd bring it up. I think on air uh-huh. while we were recording, uh-huh. didn't prep me for it, and oh, I about God, lost it. Oh, God, it was so it. good. But there is a documentary coming about, up about Noma. Do you, do you want to explain about Noma? I can explain about Noma. <laughs> okay. Do you want to? I mean, well, I, yeah. It's a two-star uh, Michelin restaurant uh, ran by Rene Redzepi. Uh, it's in Copenhagen, Denmark. Um, this guy's been at all sorts of different restaurants. Uh, yeah, Il, Il Flint French Laundry. I mean, the guy is sick. He's so good. I, uh, just to, oh my God. Yeah, it's one of those restaurants where people would fly. It was in the middle of nowhere, too, for what I believe. it's it, For it, a really long time. Yeah, it, it was on, but it's on the outskirts of Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah, it's Copenhagen, Denmark, but it's not in the city. It's outside of the city, and uh, people would come there just to eat. I believe they were booked up for like two years, something like that. Something crazy. It's not even a big restaurant, but it. um, Yeah, they're. I uh, mean, the things that they would do with food, just like nothing processed. It's all. Natural things that come off of the floor, forest floor, things that they are uh, fermenting, things that they are um, getting off of pine trees, things that they are pine, pine trees. Uh huh. 
No, I mean, I mean, it's all like so incredible, and the thing, the the gastronomy stuff that they're doing is yeah, just so yeah, insane. They so they're ranked best restaurant in the world by Restaurant Magazine. I what 2000, 2012, 12, 13, 13, and 14. 14. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you know they're okay. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know about them, definitely look them up. The stuff they do is really cool. I mean, it's I've I think I've dreamt about that restaurant before. Uh, probably. I know I, I, I have. Love the stuff they do. Is, I mean, there's a lot of chefs that I'll talk about on this show that do amazing things. And I mean, Anthony Bourdain did a whole show on Noma. Did he? Yeah. I don't think I've seen that one. It's fantastic. Um. Yeah. So anyway, they're. I don't know. I mean, I guess they fell off the past. They're not. I don't know what what's going on with them. I I always held them in the highest regards, but apparently they felt they lost the best restaurant mm-hmm. category. I don't know, and they're coming up for their third star, like in the plot for Burnt. Yeah, which I didn't know that. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> but I, I feel like that Burnt stole the plot to this documentary. Mm-hmm. So definitely check it out. It is called. Noma, I don't know. Look up Noma movie. Yeah, I had it loaded up on my computer, but I do not anymore. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out uh, check out restaurant Noma. The chef there is amazing, 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 amazing. Hey, girl, how long sick, Mister? We're at seven. Seven. Oh, okay. Saute. You can fire that fish. <laughs> <laughs> what is sa- saute? Does it call back? <laughs> our saute cook is awful. Right I, mean, I don't know what's happening to Sm- our saute cook. Smoke break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so here's a fun one. Here's speaking of fancy foods. Oh, this is incredibly fancy. So fancy. It's, it's going to blow your socks off. It's kind of old. <clears throat> this is, I mean, we did this. Yeah, we did this a while ago, but it's too good not to bring back Oh my up. God, it's so amazing. Um, if you go to www.brooklynbarmenus.com. It's a generator that generates a menu for you. Yeah. It, it gives you your own bar, mm-hmm. the name of your own bar, uh, in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, New York City. United, yes. United States of America, in case you didn't know. And it comes up with... Fun fact. A menu. And every once in a while, I think we should probably start doing this as a... Um, Segment maybe maybe uh, maybe every other maybe month or something something like that because Just last kicks la- and giggles last kicks and giggles uh-huh. you don't want to say shit no I like kicks and giggles I let you off easy today we didn't even talk about your dates it's just not necessary <laughs> <laughs> hold on we'll pause this segment for a second <laughs> what so your parents they heard about your dating life on this show my my family. Has you thought I was gonna let you off? Didn't you? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Damn it. Um. So I'm okay. I'm 30. For those of you who do not know, um, and I've been single for a very long time. Um, completely by choice. I just can't be bothered. And. <laughs> So my family all the time has been asking me, like, do you have a boyfriend? Are you seeing anybody? Like, when are you going to date? Da, 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 you know? So all the time I'm telling them, no, I'm not seeing anybody. I'm not dating. I don't have a boyfriend, et cetera. Then they hear this podcast <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? You're dating five dudes? I'm, I'm, I'm like, no, I don't know what you guys are talking about. What? 
I'm like, no, 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 no. We heard the podcast. So you better warn them that we're just going to continue talking about this because I feel like if you do get fired from Altura, your confidence is going to go down. <laughs> the men seeking you are going to disappear. And then eventually my door may open up and we can make <laughs> this. It's going to open up. Get married right on this podcast. You need to lock that lady down. Oh, she's she's so amazing. Yeah, she's good. All right. So anyway, back to Brooklyn Bar Menus. There was a pause in our... Yeah. Um, so basically, it's brooklynbarmenus.com. Uh, it's a generator. Uh, we're just going to do generate a live menu real quick and then yes. we're going to discuss it. It's some pretty fancy shit. And I feel like you can make this happen. Yeah. All right, so here we go. Okay. The I need to stop agreeing with you so much. Uh, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm wrong a lot, so. Okay, so this restaurant of ours, hello, is named The Brighton. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so on the menu, we're going to have scraped eggplant with folk rye. Folk rye? That's going to be $13. Okay. Okay. It's hand scraped. Hand scraped. By um, the head chef. The restaurant. Is, he, is that what he is that what it says? No, I'm I'm making up okay. the, the I'm making up the <laughs> okay. the you know, the description of okay. the dish. Uh, with full cry. Full cry. What is full cry? <laughs> You're the sous chef. <laughs> no, I'm a customer. Okay. Oh, I don't full cry. I mean I'd have to lie. I'd have to, shit, I didn't think, well, I just generated it, man. <laughs> so let's come up with this on the fly. <laughs> I know how to scrape the eggplant. Folk rye, I'm going to say that the rye has been, uh, okay, so it's folk rye because you have put a Bluetooth stereo into the refrigerator and played folk music while the dough is rising. Oh, okay. All right, I like that. It's rye bread. Okay. Played folk music, too. <laughs> okay, you get the next one, then. Okay. Or I can do it if you can't. Okay. We're going to have country monkfish. Country monkfish. With sublimi- su- sublimated booze tacos <laughs> and winter pork belly bun for $11. What? <laughs> Southern. Country monkfish. Oh, country monkfish. Okay. So obviously it was caught in the south. In the south. Deep south. Deep, deep. Deep South. We talking, talking about Florida or are we talking t- about Louisiana? Louisiana. <laughs> Louisiana. Louisiana. It was it was wearing blue overalls. It was, it did that <laughs> when it was caught. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With uh, I had a su- sublimated so, booze tacos. Booze tacos. So it was made. I don't know that word. I, I, I feel like I do know that word, but I don't know that word. Yeah, I'm not a yeah. Okay, we'll skip the the, the booze tacos, they're man. Booze, yeah, they're cooked with booze. Uh, they're sublimated, uh, and winter pork belly bun. That sounds good. We've talked about this before. <laughs> they make this shit sound good. Yeah. I would I would probably pay eleven dollars to eat that. I would, yeah. I I think I would. Okay, and then we have invigorated sardines. Invigorated, so they were like warm, and then they became cold. I'm going to say they were cryogenically frozen and they were awoken five years later and cooked mm. for $11. Actually, I would probably charge more for $22 for invigorated sardines that are cryogenically frozen back in 2010 and they have been reawoken in 2015. Uh, fermented bluefish 
An expanded morrow. An expanded morrow. How does one expand morrow? Ah, that and, is a question. And fermented bluefish? Some sort of gastronomy that I'm not aware of. <laughs> you um, can, I mean, yes, you could do this. Yeah. If you froze it in liquid nitrogen uh-huh. and then steamed it, you could expand the marrow. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Am I correct? You're, you're, I don't know. <laughs> you're smart, man. Then we have that's twelve dollars. Uh, we have lifted lamb, pepper, and pan-seared bison. That sounds delicious, that, dude. I would eat ten dollars. Ten dollars. Now you know you're only getting a one bite for, oh, per person. Yeah, you better it's, not. It's real small. So if you have four people at your table at this bar, you better order two. Um, fennel, artichoke, and arugula panini. That's I've would, eaten that shit before. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's $11, though. I would complain about the price. Yeah. I always complain would, about price. I was bitching about the price lot. of my tab before I oh, walked down yeah, the you studio. Were for a long time. <laughs> I, should I speak on it? I'm not even going to speak on no, it. No, don't speak on that. Don't uh, speak on that. Sea salt fig. Yes. Yes. But it's $12. $12? Welcome to Brooklyn, dude. <laughs> Hove. <laughs> <laughs> Fingerling kale tartare. What the fuck? Tartar is meat. How can it be a vegetable? You got Tartar. You got to dream it. Okay, anything is possible. Hello. Mm-hmm. Uh, peach. I guess so. <laughs> Hold on. Peach, anchovy, and tormented water toast. Tormented water toast. Dude, I mean, how is it? Is it like in a crazy shape, like an angry, frightening shape, I don't or know. is it? Did they scream at it? Did they scare it? Did they? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking you tortured it uh, or screamed at screamed uh-huh. at the toast, the water toast. It's liquid form it's toast. It's liquid form so toast. You get, so basically it's a giant ice cube. Yeah. And they serve peach and anchovy on it. So it's a drink. You serve the cocktail. You serve the cocktail as uh. a dish. Huh. Yeah, it sounds... Okay. So this is, uh, yeah, hit us back. Go to this website. It's great. It's brooklynbarmenus.com. It's fun. I don't know. It's It's very entertaining. Yeah. We'll probably visit, revisit this maybe in a month or two. Yeah. Because it's too much fun. And now we're going to get to a segment that we do here uh, every episode that we didn't get to last week because we were talking about Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which I still have food left over. (laughs) Uh, Probably get rid of that. It's going to be our ingredient of the week. Bam. Bam. We don't have a sound effect. <laughs> All right, we're going to go with parsnips, people. Yes. They're delicious. in season. I And the reason why, yeah, they're in season. And I used them actually for a salad that I made for Thanksgiving. Do you want to give your uh, recommendation or your recipe for parsnips this uh, week? Yeah. Right. Yes, I will. Hit a, hit a hello. Um, a ravioli. Yeah. So you can just buy. Oh, gee, knock over the microphone. Um <laughs> Um, so you can just uh, either make your own pasta dough or you can buy pasta dough and buy buy, buy pasta dough if you're <laughs> yeah. a rookie but yeah buy pasta dough um, and um, for the ravioli filling um, peel and cut your um, parsnips into as equal chunks as you can um, boil them slowly in whole um, milk or cream, whichever you prefer. Delicious. Um, with some salt to taste. And then um, blend them up into a nice 
creamy puree um, with the whole milk um, and some butter. And then use that puree in your um, uh, as your filling. Sounds delicious. No, no cheese in there. No cheese. All right, it, it, it does sound delicious. Cheese, cheese on the uh, on the raviolis. Yeah. Oh shit! And then you could add the um, the shaved firm or was it uh, cured egg yolk? Cured, yeah. Well, shit, we'll get into that later. Yeah, well, cured egg yolks, cured egg people. Yolks, man, I'm doing. We didn't talk about what we no, ate. No, no, no. We're oh. not, we don't have time. We don't have time. I'm making cure. Too oh, exciting. Oh, I made this. Oh, All right, I'm just gonna go. Over, I'll go over the week. salad that I made. Originally, I was gonna do a squash salad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was looking for delicato. Uh, what up? I was like, they had shitty they had egg corn squash and stuff yeah. like that. Butternut. I was used butternut squash. Just didn't have it. Went ahead and got parsnips. Oh, hard sear your parsnips. Cast iron pan. Um, did I, did I, I think I did olive oil, but I hard seared them. Um, salt, pepper, chili flakes, garlic. Sounds good. Finished them with butter, pulled them off, and then I put them on um, arugula, toasted pumpkin seeds, mm. chev, honey, and I made a champagne vinaigrette. Ooh. It was quite delicious. That sounds really super, good. super easy. I yeah. mean, champagne vinaigrette. You can find those recipes all over the internet. Uh, emuls- yeah. emulsify the shit out of it. Makes a nice thick dressing. Mm-hmm. Um, super tart, delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some sour in there. Um, oh, did I? Yeah, yeah. I put a yeah. So um, don't over toast your pumpkin seeds, which I did. Oh, had to pick out the burnt ones. That's a bummer. Not the move of a professional. Seeing as how I'm not a professional, <gasps> people. <laughs> well, I don't know. It happens every now and then. A lot of people forget to use timers in okay. professional kitchens. Yeah. Okay. So um, thank you for listening to the second edition of um, our show. Um, I'd like to thank Soundcasting Network for hosting us. Yes. Thank you so much. Us. Uh, once again, I want to thank, uh, was it Solo Graphics? Solo Graphics? Solo. So, J Soul for our logo and OC, OC Notes for our music. Yes, thank you so much, guys. I, I love checking out his stuff over He's over in France. Uh huh. He's probably eating hella good food. Oh, so, God. until next week, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next week. Have a good one. Thanks. Grill. How long is it take, mister? Five minutes out. Eat a dick, bitch.